Have you ever wished you could just stay home and still have a retreat? Now is the perfect time. You don't have to travel and you don't have to worry about paying room and board. You just need to learn how to treat a normal day like a retreat day. No need to interrupt your regular life. Within your daily routine, you can create your own practice experience. The ultimate practice in one Buddhism is timeless meditation and placeless meditation. But maintaining the rhythm of meditation and Dharma study at home can require a more determined mind than meditating in a temple or in nature. I have been so inspired to see some of you maintaining the rhythm of threefold practice at home. Meditation, Dharma contemplation, and mindful action, just as if you were on retreat. Wherever you are, the heart of retreat is composed of three elements. Allotting time to cultivate equanimity, to develop the mind of inquiry, and to act mindfully. The goal of daily practice is to cultivate these three great powers. The power of equanimity, the power of inquiry, and the power of action. I love being on retreat and I love leading a retreat. After each retreat, one common sincere wish from most who attend is how to bring their peaceful and grounded state of mind back home and how to maintain this in their home space and workplace. This past Friday, we had 16 participants in our first day-long virtual retreat via Zoom. I didn't know for sure how it would go, but I'm happy to say that it went very, very well. This convinced me that one-day retreats at home have great potential. Here is some feedback from participants. It retained more of the value of an in-person retreat than expected. Silence. Finally, in Sangha via Zoom, oh, how I miss the power of group meditation, the love, compassion, and the stillness. 
only one hour into the day's virtual retreat, and I already feel more relaxed than I have felt in a long time. The mind finally is slowing down a bit. Amen. Quiet stillness inside this small bedroom by myself with my new Zoom Sangha friends. Outside the door, I hear the kids talking, running, crying, laughing. Thankfully, the ability to be at peace with the chaos just beyond these four walls. I enjoyed everything, Qigong, sitting and walking meditation, written contemplation, practicing mindfulness in all of our activities, and the Q&A session. I now feel more committed to daily meditation and practicing mindfulness in all my daily activities. During the retreat, everybody especially liked decluttering meditation. One participant said, decluttering meditation gave me two valuable lessons. First, the direct experience of decluttering my mind by decluttering my living space. Second, the realization that I can declutter for just 30 minutes without losing my peace. In the past, I felt overwhelmed and anxious, which interfered with effectiveness and caused an aversion to the task. Dear friends, please consider joining one of our upcoming online retreats. It is a great experience and will motivate you to create your own sound daily structure. This year 2020 has been opening remarkable new ways for us to consider home practice. Yet, it can seem so hard to develop a home practice. Why is that? At home, we are easily distracted. Although we are sheltering at home, creating space and time for daily practice can be challenging. That is family responsibility. Also, it can be difficult to maintain the self-discipline of a practice because at home, we are accustomed to doing house chores, eating, relaxing, and hanging out with the families and housemates. Home is relaxing. As we are more relaxed, our skin looks better. By the way, whenever I have a chance to see you via Zoom or in person, these days, your faces seem to glow. At home, there is a constant beckoning to relax and an inclination to become lazy. 
home is a good place to rest, but also an easy place to slack off from our regular meditation and physical exercise. In this time of a pandemic, some temple friends have shared that their practice seems to be scattered or slipping away. It can be difficult to develop self-power when we have to practice alone. We may experience a sense of disappointment or self-critical mind and just give up. So what can we do? What can we do? Let's forget the past and start planning how to be creative with the home practice. Consider that you can become your own retreat leader. You can easily adapt your retreat to your working hours, family time, and meal time when you do the dishes, garden, walk the dog, and so on. When I plan my day, or when I create a retreat schedule, my favorite approach is to have a good balance between motion and rest. We rest for about eight hours when we sleep. That leaves about 16 hours from the moment we wake up and to the moment we go to bed. During those 16 hours, do you primarily engage in a series of activities or do you primarily spend your time in quiet pursuits? Do you feel your day is properly balanced between action and rest? The harmonious balance between action and rest is aligned with the ancient philosophy of the harmonious balance between yin and yang. Keeping this in mind, I plan my retreat to have 50% of each day rooted in yin energy, rest, stillness, silence, and restoration. The other 50% is geared toward yang energy, motion, interaction, and mindful activity using the six senses. In order to use time profitably at home, we need to prioritize our to-do list. And between activities, we should include ample rest time. Do nothing. Take a break. To establish our days like a home retreat, it is best to start the day with meditation and intention. Our morning meditation becomes the solid bedrock from which we step as we engage in our 
daily tasks. During retreat, every activity becomes sa sang san, which can be translated as karma yoga or working meditation. What is working meditation? Meditating while working? Is this possible or is this just crazy? One of the teaching mottos in Wan Buddhism is one suchness in action and rest. What is suchness? When we say such as, this indicates similar to. So suchness means not being different. Continuity, maintaining a constant state of mind. In other words, timeless meditation. Practice holding on to this state of mind, suchness, day and night, in activity and in stillness, while working and at rest. You may wonder, in the middle of activity and in the middle of a quiet mind, what happens to us and to the self? Our teachers guide us like this. When you are engaged in action, let the harmonious and mindful use of your body become the primary focus. When you are at rest, let your peaceful, empty, and selfless mind be your focus. Whether your body is in meditation or in motion, practice maintaining a constant state of peaceful non-judgment. For instance, you are meditating on your mat when you hear your spouse walking and ask, Honey, could you take out the garbage? Your mind gets disturbed, thinking, Can't you see that I'm trying to meditate? Instead of resisting, you could simply stand up, take out the garbage, and come back to your meditation mat. Your state of mind on the mat and off the mat can be the same. You are not caught up in meditation sitting. The essence of meditation prevails whether you are sitting or doing chores. This is the state of one suchness in action and at rest. The founding master said, examining the practice of past religions, we find that they have emphasized only training in rest. They said, if we work, We can't practice. 
and if we practice, we can't work. Some have even left their families and spent their whole lives deep in the mountains. Others simply continued with their reading, unaware of the rain washing away the grain. How can this be called a well-rounded method of practice? Rather, we do not look at practice and work as two different things. The dharma of gaining the three great powers in both action and rest means that if one practices well, work will go well. And if one works well, practice will go well. So exert yourself in this great practice that is unremitting in both action and rest. This is suchness. Ideally, throughout the day, we hope to do something beneficial for our mind, body, and spirit. We hope to enjoy every chore and activity as a form of mindfulness and artful living. And if possible at all, we hope that our work will be a contribution to others. Within our 16 waking hours, doing something beneficial for others as well as for ourselves brings great joy and meaning, meaning to our lives. One evening, I sat down on the deck with candlelight. I saw fireflies in the temple garden. Fireflies and candlelight. Fireflies are meditation in action, flickering light. Candlelight is meditation at rest, shining bright. May we all flicker when we fly. May we shine when we are still. Dear friends, meditation at home is possible. Home practice can be the apex of a placeless meditation. Meditation in the kitchen, meditation in the garden, meditation in front of the computer, meditation in the bathroom, meditation playing with the children, Meditation alone, in solitude. Home. Home in our sweet home. Walking meditation back and forth. From bedroom to kitchen. From kitchen to living room. Every corner of a house. Doing one thing at a time, organizing and decluttering, 
creating more space, feeling more spaciousness in our minds and hearts. Home, sweet home. There is no place like home to hone our.